House Show. Celebrities, pop culture, and comedy. All right, before we get into the podcast, I just want to let you know, uh, me, Ernie, we put this podcast together for free. It's for you at no charge. We only ask you a couple of things. If you could, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, we need the comments and the stars. It means a lot. It moves us up in the charts. We're getting great momentum, and we appreciate you. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. We do this for free. Please subscribe. Subscribe. Start up and leave a comment. Thanks for listening to the Michael Yo Show. What's up? It's Michael Yo. Michael Lenoche. What's up, bro? Lenoche. Leno- God <laughs> dog it. I keep saying Lenoche, dude. It's fine. We can go forward with Lenoche as long as you know it's Lenoche and you're just saying Lenoche. No, as no. Like a, as like that's your slang way of calling me that. I, I'm all about like I, I'm not one of those people who gets mad about names because some people be like Lenoche. Like uh, someone in New York always calls me, yo, Lenoche. Lenoche. What's up? And I'm but, like, and I'm, I just go with it. I'm like, oh, that's what they call me. But literally, I think your name is Lenoche. Like, that's the bad part. And you've told me it's Lenoche, and I because, keep screwing it up, and I feel awful about well, it. I, well, you shouldn't feel awful. I guess yeah. I guess some people find that rude, but I it think is that's rude. so stupid. It's rude, man. It's such a small thing. Who cares? It, no. Yeah, it's your name. Because I've interviewed celebrities, and you can't screw up their names because they get very offended. Really? Oh, my God. I said, I forgot which. Oh, what? what's up, Will? I need to bring down the mic. See? Yeah. Telling me I'm too loud. Am I too loud, Will? Was I? Oh, okay. Nice. So I um I was in I forgot who it was, but I said that it's one of these stars where they're hot for the a second and then you never hear about them again. So this person, whatever their name was, was hot for a second. I screwed up their name and they got mad at me on a red carpet, which they should. A lot during the interview or no, when after you cut? it's like, hey, you know, which they should because my job is to know to their know names, their name. you yeah. know. So I feel very. That's why usually on red carpets, when I did do that stuff, I never say people's names. I just go. So how are you? Most people go like, "Oh, right here we got such and such." such yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I interesting. I, th- I think I have a phobia, a name phobia. There is a name for I, it too. I, I, I have the, well, if I, not if I'm ever hosting I'll, I'll, like a comedy show and there's like yeah. a comic I, I don't know, I'll, I'll get like that too. But I'm also like. Man. But it is a phobia. There is a phobia out there. I, I forgot what it's called, but um, if you, uh, th- like, you're scared to say people's names because you might m- mess well, up. Don't become a teacher. Oh, my God. You know, well, the, the names are on the yeah, uh, sheet, but, like, I'm just scared to say people's names because I don't want to mess it up. And now it's a perfect example because yeah. I keep screwing up your name when it's a Lenoche, but I keep saying Lenocha. Lenoche. Oh. You keep saying Lenoche. I say Lenoche, yeah, yeah, and it's a Lenoche. He doesn't even know how to how say his mess up. I know, right? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> no, but I, 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 yeah, I mean, I guess uh, the only time I've ever been like was, all right, listen to this. So you remember when I did my New York and Boston shows for the first yeah. time? So it's my, f- I've only had, headline- I headlined Seattle, Chicago, and then this is my first time doing these other roads. New York, I'm like right down the street. I'm staying at that hotel right near Gotham. I'm like, let's go see the marquee. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's your name. It's spelled wrong on there. Oh. And I send it to you know my agent. I was like, well, this is fun. You know, that's a that I would that I wasn't mad, but I was just like, come on, like well, just look at the website, look at look at anything, look at my Instagram, get that part right. Well, I get it because you, it's like a big moment for you. Yeah, like so, like, so they took that from me. The fucking kid, whoever's working there, took that fucking moment. It was fixed by the time the show was there. Well, that's all that matters. No, yes, but but the but first time that you little saw moment it. is such a Larry. Don't 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 don
Ah, oh, come on. Then the next night in Boston, the sound guy messes it up. What? what did, how do you introduce you? Don't even know. Probably I, was I, list- I remember we. Lo- I looked at everyone and I was like, I don't care. Yeah. But it's but uh, but then in my head, I'm like. But I'm the headliner. So, like, make sure you get that part right. Did he come least. back and ask you how to say your last no. name? No. He didn't even ask, huh? No. Hey, well, that's what you get for a Wednesday night headliner. <laughs> <laughs> Become a weekend headliner and then maybe the last. Uh, yeah. Oh, speaking about New York, just to throw it out there, I want to let everybody know how the uh, podcast is going to roll today. Michael Lenoche is in. <laughs> he uh, just did it again. Lenoche. Lino- hey, hey, just do it like this. This will help you remember. Michael Lenoch. Can I call you Lenoch? I don't care. But that's wrong going. still. What did I just like say? This, you said Lenoche. It's, it's Lenoche. It's just a mental habit. Now, if you do it like this, if you do it like, think about it like this, this will change it forever. Okay. If you think of Jay Leno. Leno. Chi. Lenoche. That's it. So, Lenoche. <laughs> Lenoche. Um, no, I'm gonna be at Gotham. So this is the way the podcast is going to roll today. Lenochi is in right now. Then, uh, we're going to have Aaron, uh, no, then we're going to have in, uh, Tone Bell. He's a big comedian. He's an actor. He's on every TV show. And then Aaron Lim from E is going to be in. She's one of the best hosts in the business. And this podcast, you know, um, I kind of, it's weird. Like I was trying out a different thing. Like when you first start your podcast, and I know you've been through this, Michael, you try out a bunch of different things. Yeah, like things. It's like stand up. It, it in is. A way. You you you've, you you got to polish it. You got to figure out what works for you. Yeah, and when I was on Rogan, I was on Rogan. Uh-huh. Uh, I, it's my second time on Rogan, and man, I gotta say, it's incredible. Uh-huh. He, I, I'm inspired. The first time I went on there, what year? Uh, it was like eight months ago. Oh, I went cool. on there eight months ago, and I got so inspired because you know he's all about working out, lifting. So yeah, I yeah, start yeah. I started lifting myself, and then it's just it just made me. Get hungry. It's kind of like when you watch The Rock and Kevin Hart on Instagram. You're like, dude, I'm not doing shit. Yeah, I need to like yeah. bump it up. So I left and I got involved with this uh, gym called Lift Society. So now my body is getting great. Yeah, yeah. My mind is getting great. And it's a thing because of that podcast, man. And the second time I went on, the first time, you just want you want to be entertaining, but you don't like want to crack jokes. Joe Rogan's podcast From is not what, about. What I heard is he, he'll do it. And like, yeah, it's no, he not, just wants real conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, if if it's if a funny moment happens, it That's happens. Me. But it's not like Byron. What, what's that guy, Byron? Uh, Scott. Byron Scott, where he has that he'll oh, set up your joke. comedians. And yeah, stuff where like it's that. like Lenoche, well, yeah. tell me about your dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah, that. Yeah, it's no, not. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's real conversation. So you're on there, but it's weird that I think um, this time around on Joe Rogan, I found my voice for my podcast during his podcast uh-huh. because I've never felt more natural. Yeah. It's like because I also didn't want to call, be called out. You know, you, you're, you're intimidated going on. It's the biggest podcast in the world. Yeah. You know, you're intimidated going on that podcast. So you like, I got to be as real as possible as yeah, I yeah. can. And I think on my podcast, a lot of times, you know, I'm a play up and a play. You're, you're hosting you're, it. I'm hosting you're, you're, it. You, yeah. you have your hosty cadence in, into this. Yeah. Sure. I, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. 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 Where now it's just like, all right, you know, yeah. I'm gonna talk like I talk to you when we're not. Yeah, talk you know, so, shit, dude. Yeah, I don't. Well, I never talk. I never <laughs> talk shit, but I, I do, I do like that. You know, like I can bring a lot of positivity. Yeah, you know, because a lot of that's the thing. So many people hit me up on Joe Rogan. They were like, oh my god, it was so positive and it was so enlightening and like I, I because last time I went on, Joe Rogan told me about this guy named. Uh, um, Doggins, I forgot his first name now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do- yeah know, I know the, who he is. Yeah, 
I and follow I, him on Instagram. Yeah, yeah the, and the, I, the guy, the, he's isn't a it David Goggins? Who, yeah, the yeah, guy who works out. So, so I read his book after Rogan, uh-huh. and it changed the game for me. So I go off this Rogan and see what his podcast, his comedy, is built. Yeah. That's inspiring when you walk into that building. You're uh-huh. like, dude, I need to do this. You know, it could be done. And then I read the David Goggins book. It's called Can't Hurt Us, and to go. And to know what he's gone through. And of, and then it said, you know, put your goals on your mirror. So every morning you look at them. And the first goal that's on my mirror is WTFO. You know, work the fuck out. So every morning I get up, I look at that like, I got to go. I got to go work out. Yeah. And then the next one, of course, is family, sell a TV show, be the best stand-up comedian in the world. You know sure. what I mean? Those are yeah, my yeah. goals. And sold a TV show. So yeah accomplished that one for this year yeah you know so it's that thing of always getting better always pushing yourself and then i found when the feedback from the podcast yeah you're gonna have those dicks that are like oh why do you gotta talk about family on the joe rogan podcast sure 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 sure. you know it's like well Well, just don't even read it and well i don't know it's hard though but it's a thing where when i look at those people that said that they were like dummy uh dummy uh feeds it had like one person also i mean anyone who's doing that if if it is it's like uh i mean there's even rappers that like rap about it like drake or or j cole it's just like those are just people who are just like sad or mad and they're lashing out it's they're not mad about the interview or that there's something else going on yeah to like you know what i mean like i mean i'll even comment like on on things on like sports center or something just to be like silly and like someone will be like you're stupid (laughs) like you're like okay like, well, I mean, but that's the society we live in where yeah. people, I think people feel entitled and bold and, and uh, like entitled when, or just, I don't know, like you said, these people have problems, but they want to tell you you're wrong. So, you yeah. know, it's like nobody can be right. Like, like everybody has to be wrong. Like if, if I said today, yo man, I'm all about breast cancer awareness because my mom beat breast cancer. Yeah. Somebody goes, well, there's other cancers out there. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. dude, I'm talking about breast cancer yeah, right now. Is, breasts are awesome. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Doesn't wife. want to talk about it because it's like associated with your mom. I know. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. But I'm, I'm, and my wife is breastfeeding. The first thing when you said breast, I was like, oh, my wife is breastfeeding probably right now. Well, Our three month old. And mom, see I'm that across the line. Yeah, yeah. You did I've that. Met, to hey, me. by the way, I've met his wife. <laughs> and what? No, and finish. And what? And what? She's she's a very lovely lady. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's a mom of two she's of a my mom kids. Of two. Yeah. One day, Michael. One day, Do you I'll want be to, a mom of two. But you don't want to be. Yeah, you will. I, I don't. You'll be, be a like, good mom. I bet you. You would be the uh, the beta in the relationship. You know that's not true. It would. You it, know me well enough now. To I think know. you find the right girl. You're the beta. Hundred sure, percent. I, I would love to find a nice alpha that's always working, and I'm just not doing anything. Dude, I gotta say, Michael and Noche. How long have I known you? Maybe three years now. Four years. Yeah, I mean, I've known you for ten, but you've known me for three. Yeah. <laughs> Like well, well, I I, I knew like I I knew, but we didn't know each other. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. Uh, But before we, I I wanted to say something about the entitled people talking shit. What? What do you want? Oh yeah, just before we go, is uh, sometimes I know you shouldn't engage with them, but sometimes I'll be like, I'm sorry for chasing my dreams, or like something like that. Oh, you'll say something like that. Like, and I'm like, but what does that prove? It just sometimes then if they see that you're acting, they feel awful. I'm like, oh, you, like they'll step back. 
Sometimes they'll be like, oh, I didn't even know. If you if you come back with them positively, like, oh, I'm sorry, like, I'll do something like that. I try it out. I mean, there's different ways. Oh, that, that As works. opposed to losing your temper, sometimes I've gone like, F you, and I try to look at their pictures and then slam them through that. But I've also done- But see, that's too much work. You're going through sure. people's, like, my thing is, like, for instance, I did the Rogan podcast. Somebody goes, why do you have to show pictures of your kid on the Rogan podcast? Well, he asked me about my kid. Yeah. And he heard that he could golf, so he wanted to see. Yeah. So that one person that said that, there was like 500 thousand people that went to go look up this uh video of my son golfing yeah he's a beast yeah he's a beast and my world i mean here's the thing you come to my show i talk about my family yeah i don't care who's an audience yeah you know my world is my family and that's what i put out there yeah you're getting whatever hey you're talking about this for a reason to uh you know if you like it come see it yeah but i I wanted to compliment you because i've known you about three and a half years four years you've been doing stand-up how long nine and a half years nine and a half when you went to where do we when you went to Philly with me? Yeah. Like I was so impressed. I want to record this. I just can't believe you're gonna record this. Yeah, well it's it's called me. a podcast. You know, you can you can download it, Michael Lenochi. I, I, yeah, that good callback. Lenochi. Uh I was so impressed because I, I think people do stand up and I found like I found my voice probably about two, two and a half years ago. Uh-huh. And I think right around the ten year mark where you're going, you're starting to find your voice and the new stuff you came up with yeah. destroys, bro, and I'm so happy for you, yeah. man. Because I'm that dude that wants a person to crush in front yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I think it's a thing where you've been putting in the work because you're always going up. Yeah. And your new stuff is fire, bro. I hope so, yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It's no hope. I has feel it good ever, about- that new stuff, has it ever not worked? No, it does. I mean, there's times when it doesn't hit as hard, mm-hmm. and then like I'll go back and listen. I'm like, am I missing a word? And, and, and I don't know if it's just the crowd. But again, you know, it's... Uh, it's the quickest I've ever had new stuff work. Yeah. That's that's for sure. I think like, it's so relatable. That's why. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I've always, um, I don't know how, I've always been like, uh, you can only just talk about what your world is. And it's like, I know I'm not original. Like, no, I, you're not. I, I'm not like super original. That's true. You know that's what I mean? Like, I'm aware that like, like some you're comic, a white dude that's single. And what that's do you, what what you, you want do? me to do? Yeah. yeah that, you're going to, that's I what you're going to talk about. Like, yeah. I always tell all the younger comics and stuff like that. It's like, just don't be, don't try to be something you're not. Yeah. Like maybe the industry's going to be like, Oh, that's, we've heard that you're, Oh, you're, you're a single white guy in his thirties. So you're going to talk about how your friends are married and have kids. Like, of course that's been done, but I'm going to do it from my perspective. From pre- what do you want me to do? That's all I have. I'm not a sketch writer on stage i'm a a self-deprecating or uh auto what's the word like a, a guy who talks about himself on stage like that's my humor auto you know? like auto bio uh, like uh like an autobiography like what's the word they autobiography autobiograph- now i'm saying hold on. the word's hard auto, hold on now we're autobiography uh, no no it's autobi dude See? we're stupid dude. so what it's a lot you're allowed to be stupid. well do you know the word He's autobiographical. A, Will's in college. And autobiographical. Uh, yes, autobiographical. That, like, like that, that would <laughs> so be like more of my stand up with a mix of a little observational. Yeah. So like, so really, I'm only gonna like my observations are based off what I'm living. You know what I mean? And a lot of comics are like that. And even you are. You're you're gonna talk about like your mixed fa- uh, upbringing. Mixed race. I'm gonna talk and about my wife. Talk about your family. Yeah. It's just like that's what you're gonna do. Which we all want to like get to a point. Like I think subconsciously, a lot of comedians. If they understand the business a little bit and you start in comedy, it's good to get married and have a kid. You're just opening up your fan base and it's relatable to everyone, 100%. Even if you're not married with kids, 
you were a part of that because you could still relate to someone talking about your, his family. You could be like, well, my dad was like that. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, so, like you, it's important. I remember when Joe Coy first started, who just sold out two shows at the Forum, and his show was fucking amazing. Yeah. I remember um, when I first started – comedians and i i know them today yeah. they won't remember this we're like dude you can't talk about your family nobody cares about you and i was like what that I, I, uh, I you know them yeah um so i was like all right but i talked to joe yeah and this is at the time nine and a half years ago we started about the same time people were hating on joe coy in the industry even though he was selling lots of tickets i remember yeah people were like oh he's not a real comedian he's too like big that you're supposed to stand there and tell joe but joe is a show like i've never been to uh to me joe's the best live stand-up comedian in the game right Performer. now perform when you go yeah. to a show it's incredible. You don't leave with just a comedy show. You're That's like, cool. dude, I saw something special tonight. So it's a thing where people were talking shit about him. And I was like, dude, what's. I, I, and that's when I was learned that a lot of people stab people in the back in comedy. I yeah. do think it's changing now because of podcasting. Now we all want to be on each other's podcasts. We all support each other. So it is changing. It's not like before, you no. know, but also I'm not yeah. in the clubs. So I, I'm not yeah, hanging yeah. out with these comedians talking. I was in a green room couple days ago uh-huh. and it's everybody was talking shit about other comedians i was like that's why i don't hang out with comedians you know yeah, what i mean, I mean so, yeah i mean it, it definitely happens sometimes i mean it's only because i wonder why it happens because I, I i'll be guilty of it sometimes you, you, i think we're all just like if, if i think a common thread is like if someone new is coming up around you'll be like well what why like people See, comics will be like why and they'll be like or, or maybe they're threatened by it. It's always from a part of being threatened yeah. in a way, I think. But but going back to what Joe, it's like his whole thing was be yourself because to really gain an audience, they need to like you. Look, there's yeah. a lot of comedians that have huge audiences that sell out all over the world. Yeah. And to you, they may not be funny. To me, they not be, may not be funny. But comedy is so subjective. That's yeah. what you got to remember. Comedy is subjective and something I've heard people go, I don't like Dave Chappelle. I'm like, how could you not like it? Well, he's not my thing. Yeah. You know? I, I've heard and that I'm too. Like, what? I've heard that too. But, and then, then in that instance, I'm like, okay, then I can understand not liking something like Chappelle or Bill Burr and that not be your cup of tea. But if you're knowledgeable about stand up, you still have to be like, well, Respect he's great. It. Yes. Okay. He's still great. So, and then if they don't want to have that argument, then I'm like, well, why are we even talking well, about this? You're of- not knowledgeable enough. Like I, I can't say, like, I know so much about basketball and football and stuff like that. I could be like, I don't like Giannis. Like, I think he's a boring to watch play, but I'm not going to take away that what he's doing is elite and great. And he's an MVP. Well, it's kind of like you the know people I mean? that hate on LeBron James. Yeah. It's like, okay, you can hate him all you want, but you can't deny, deny how good exactly. he is. I'm not going to deny. I might not be like, I'm not a fan of like of Giannis, but because of the, his style of play, but I can't deny what he does. S- same situation, you know, in that what's, instance. What's, uh, because. Oh, and, and going back to the family thing. Yeah. Uh, just to pinpoint this, this is my str- true belief of like how important it is to like grow w- with uh, as a person. The whole maybe people will always ask what happened to Dane Cook. Yeah, not he didn't get married and have kids. I think if he got married and had kids, his career just continued to go up. What is up with you and Ari Manis? Because I saw you post a video. He was begging me to post a silly video for him, so I did it. Oh, he was begging you. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, why? Because it looked like you were... I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. He... 
his humor is a little different, but he, well, we're going to promote it for him. He's winning again. He he has his website, which is just arimanis.com, but he went and has, and not to offend anyone, but he created a, he, if you go to bighomos.com, it goes to his website. So he was like, come on, will you, like, I was just like, Shh, okay. Okay, so, so, so I just did it. For I him. just thought because I was like, man, you that, thought I was making fun of him. Yeah, uh, that's how I came out because I was like, you're not that dude to just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll you'll say if he did something wrong, or you yeah. you'll say if you know you'll speak your mind, but you don't. You're not malicious, and you don't go yeah. after. And that's why I was like, this but, is weird. But oh, that's weird that you it came off that way for you. It did I for tagged, me. I tagged him in it, and I go, yeah, that's go, what. Go well, check I was out. like, I was like, dude, most people when they talk crap about people they don't tag it i was like dude he's making a bold move by tagging no, him as well. he was just like he's like come on it's funny and i was like i don't know is it is it and he's just just do it for me please i want people to like be like what is this and then they'll go to my website okay and so all i was right. like all right i did it and jesus now if i would have known it came off like that to me i thought oh dude you hate ari now you used to be homies well with then him maybe now. if you went to it like then he if you i didn't go to, go his to it. stories a bunch of people did it for him Oh, uh, so, okay. well, I don't, I, yeah, yeah, no, but that would be awful on my part if I was just like, hey, this guy's a big homo, because then I'm saying a slur. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. Well, there you go, Ari. You got another shout another out. Another shout out, Ari. I got to get him on the podcast. Uh, before uh, we bring in the next guest, um, you know, I like to tell, like, on this podcast now, I want to tell me a, a positive story of where you were, like, down in the dumps and what pushed you through it. Like, it's just like, you know, like we all go through ups and downs, but is there ever a spot in your career where you were at a low and what got you through it? Um, I would have to be before I started stand up. Uh huh. Cause in stand up, I've always had a pretty positive attitude. And even if I felt like I was in a, like in a situation where I didn't feel like I was moving forward, something a week later makes me feel better. I don't know. I just always take small little wins i'm really good at that as i don't know if i come off that way is it is it a thing where you you're making realistic goals because i think so many people move here and go oh my god i'm gonna be huge yeah but i thought i thought six years in i would be huge you don't know yeah yeah and then you learn the business but like i always like like little things like getting up on a show i i don't know i just have always like i never really got down about my career like I, i've definitely been frustrated like why this and then like a week later i'm like that's fine i'll keep doing it. like i just have always been good about that um whether i express it or not i just don't get down about the career thing but before i started stand-up when i was uh after college i was in south florida and i was like bouncing around sales jobs like trying to figure out life i was like so so i gotta find a job and then this is it. Then you just work 40, 50 hours a week and you find can a girl you, and get married. Can you imagine you working a nine to five, dude? So by the way, I, w- I was getting, I would get, fi- no I would get fired a lot. Yeah. Like I, I was just like, it wasn't you. I was just like being silly or I was like the work ethic wasn't there. And I was like, my mom was paying for everything still. And I was just like, and at this point I'm 25 going on 26. Well, I'm 20, I'm 25. I, I was 24 turned 25. My mom's paying for everything. And I was, she was just like, we were on the phone. I'll never forget this. And she's like, what, what are you going to do? You got to go like, figure it out. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? And in that moment, I was like, I want to go try. See, st- I want to be a standup. I want to go. I think everybody has that moment in their life where they go. That that would make she was fed up. She was fed up paying for me. Yeah. And she was like, she's like, I supported you through college. And now you're an adult in the real world. And, and it, it's not working for a year, a year end. And she's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, you know what? Why don't I just, throw everything away and let, let me go out to LA. And I told her, I was like, I'll move home. 
just buy me a flight to LA. Let me go visit and figure out if I really want to do it. I'll move home. I'll live there for like three, four months with you, save money, and then move to LA. And you, she was like, you have a plan? I'm all about it. She you, was just like, as you, that was like, it got me on like, okay, here's what I want to do. It you was know, the first time I did that. It was a thing where Ian Edwards was here, and he goes, if he never would have went through that Burger King drive through and the burger and the drive through guy said, "Hey man, you should try comedy." And he goes, "Huh, maybe I will." And like it's just funny how little things I don't know that story. That's funny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's pretty cool. It, it, it's uh like I remember the first time I I I was in Austin, Texas and I was nice a r- big radio DJ and then my boss was like, "Well, I got this job off from Miami. He was trying to keep me in Austin. I had a huge show out there." He goes, "Why do you want to be a little fish in a big pond?" And in my mind, as soon as he said that, I was like, "I'm going." I'm out of here because I can be a big fish in whatever pond. Yeah. So that was a challenge. Like basically you're saying because you're still in this small market, yeah, this is your potential, but this is not my potential. Austin's a small market. Well, in radio. I mean, you Miami, New York, LA compared to that, you know, but I love Austin. But also like that. Yeah. That mentality is like, you have to go be a small fish in a big pond at first. Yeah. How do you grow to get bigger? Well, but you yeah. got to know once you get into yeah. that pond, you're going to be freaking huge. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to take a break. We're going to bring in uh, Tone Bell. Then after that, we're going to have Aaron Lim live inside the studio. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Is that the sound effect? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Just, uh, All right. Hey, what's up? It's Michael. Yo. Okay. If you like the show, please support it right now just go to itunes give it five stars leave a comment and subscribe it does so much for the show it helps get us into the top of the charts and we're building momentum man we're so excited about the show we're so excited about the guests we have coming on so please support the show it means a lot to me subscribe comment give it five stars so we're live by the way just so you know no, we, are. Fine. we are we are yeah but but what were you saying you about Oh, it was, yeah, it's, just, it's the playground. It's mm-hmm. a playground. But, yeah, sweats on. Yeah, I feel like you can't on a Friday or Saturday. Yeah, like it feels disrespectful to, like, to, to well, cause people, that left, people that left their house. was like, man, I'm sorry. Man. I mean, you got to be like. <laughs> I apologize on stage last night for that wearing sweatpants. So, I think if you're so famous, you can. Like, if Kevin Hart did it, you're not going to say anything. But he would never do it. I mean. He wouldn't. <laughs> but, I mean, he might. Like, if, if, you, might. if you're transitioning being like, fuck, man, I got an hour to kill. He's yeah, re- and you're working on like, new material. Might just pop writing, up. You know, yeah. somebody's like, Am I, "Are you going? You want to go up?" It's a club for him. Yeah, it's a workout room for him. You know, he his his formula is he goes to the clubs, riffs a little bit, then he'll do some theaters before he does his arena. Yeah, thing. yeah, that's how he writes his arena, his theater. Even he's like, once I have the hour, I do the theaters. Yeah, he's, and work, he's working out in it, theaters. Then, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's working he out in theaters. theaters. <laughs> yeah. Eight thousand people. I'm just working it out. <laughs> let me, yeah, let me yeah, try yeah. this. Let me try these new bits. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let me grab. This let me try these new bits. Eighty five dollars yeah. for cheap seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might. He might wear sweatpants in a theater. You know? like, I don't know. I was gonna see Kevin yeah, yeah. sweatpants. Can you imagine Kevin Hart comes out? I don't know if these are gonna work. Hey, but man. Yeah, I know you pay eighty five dollars. Pull up a store. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's see if these. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know who this man is, he's on every TV show. Oh, Tone man. Bell. Oh man, I appreciate. He, book, he books a pilot every year. For the last which, five six years, which is good and eight, bad at the eight, same time. Eight, eight years. years. Wow. Last eight years, Tone Bell has booked a pilot, and I say it's good news and bad year. Bad news. Yeah. The bad news is the pilot. The the shows don't work, but the they good get on news, air. They get on air. <laughs> like you know this this podcast is all about inspiration, man. Yeah. How many shows haven't worked? Uh, at this point, <laughs> at this point, I think it's seven. 
Seven. I think it's seven. It might be six. It might be six, but it's, it's either six or seven. And I'm including like a, a non-script, like a hosting thing too. So. Okay, so six or seven shows that haven't worked, but you still get booked. Are you in the back of your mind? Yeah. Like when you hit hit that low point, I'm sure there's a low point after the third or fourth one. Probably number two. Number two. Number two is like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. What's happening? You start. You start to like look at. You start asking questions. You start getting like, hey man, who, you know what? What is it? But every <laughs> every one is like something different. You think it's like. Every time a show gets canceled, people think it's just ratings, and it's not simply ratings. So it's like you have to you have to go like it wasn't my performance, it wasn't the cast, it wasn't this. Like all the pieces lined up, so we got on the air. And then, dude, I remember, man, when I was doing Bad Judge, it was like Scandal was on season two. We're going up against Scandal and Thursday Night Football. Mm. It's like you just not you're not going to win this fight. Like, it's not. I mean, we were doing pretty well for those for like. With with going up against, I mean, Scandal season two, yeah, was bananas. In the first season, I mean, it was so big. Yeah. It was like people were waiting for that one. It was like Who I was wasn't on? watching my show. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Kerry Washington too. But, what 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 was Bad Judge? Who was on that show? You? Uh, it was uh, it was Kate Walsh was the was was our lead. Um, I remember. Okay, yeah. yeah, Kate Walsh, John Ducey, Ryan Hansen, uh, Miguel Sandoval. Um, uh, uh, um, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm no, it's, it's fine. But yeah, I but like, remember, it, was, it, was it, great, it was a great melting pot of a cast. It was like, but that, but you know, it was one of those things where like I, I was happy to just be on TV. Yeah, I was happy to have a show. But in retrospect, I wish they would have, and I guess the network, marketing team, or whatever. I wish they would have put like the cast out there. You know what I mean? Because like, even though Kate, Kate's a star. But also, you don't know the makeup of the show. So look, you just got like one person as a lead, as, as a lead, lead, and you don't get the chance to see. Like how many dope people are in this? So, you know? so really, nobody even knew you were on the show, right? Yeah, I mean, because because the advertising I saw, all you saw was Kate. Kate yeah, I so mean, well, that's a good thing. And she was very good about. I, and I, and you know, I was like, I learned early, like, well, it's not my. Sh- I'm just, I'm a part of the show. It's mm-hmm. not my show. And she was like, no, no, this is our show. Oh, good. And she, I mean, she was like, uh, and then when it got canceled, you were like, no, that's your show. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's always the coach, never the player. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it was, it was like she was great, man. She was great. Um, and it was funny because like th- there was a how that how that one started was like I was not the original sidekick. I ended up being the number two on the show, like being oh like people I tested super well from what I heard, and they're like oh we're bumping you up, like your storyline is getting bigger because I was just a bailer. I was like I'm, I'm coming in, you see me in the courtroom, and I and I had that. Uh, there's like that stigma of like black actors. Especially when you start, like you, like you don't. A lot of times you you stuck in a uniform. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like it happens. Like people of color like often get stuck behind a desk when you know, like yep. like you're the front desk person or a toll booth operator or like somebody. Like so, I never had to go to wardrobe. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I know what I'm wearing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but but it, it 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 felt weird because like originally it was it was supposed to be Kate and and he's in a pilot. It was this kid named uh, uh, I think his real name is Teddy and I, I forgot what his character name was. And then, but I tested well, and then the writing shifted to, like, write this kid out who was supposed to be the sidekick, and I came in to be the sidekick. And then that bumped me up to, like, number two in the call sheet. So, like, you bumped a kid out. No, you didn't know. I mean, I mean on purpose. Yeah, no, like, I was like, man, let's get rid of this kid. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But, but, like but that. I, that's what's so, like. He got time. He got drink. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so crazy about the industry. Have you ever went out for something, and then you saw yourself? Like, even before you started. Oh, yeah. Like, well, how's uh, that? Well, oh, I'm sorry. Let me, let me no, it just must be a crazy feeling when you're like, oh, I thought it was this, but then you see it kind of deteriorate. Uh, yeah, that's it happened, and like, and it, and it wasn't. 
it was an envy thing because I missed being having the time to work, you know, like to to screen time went down. Not of who started getting the love, but just like, oh, I'm not getting as much now. Because, like, my – disjointed. Okay. Disjointed. I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. And, like, and we've talked about it, but it was, like, it's a – it was weird because in the first season I had a crazy storyline, which I enjoyed. It, I mean, it was, I think, 10 regulars on that show. And it was, it was crazy because I remember I was excited about my storyline because it was a little dramatic and it was still – and it just changed. And we did 20 episodes. In the first 10, I, I was, like – anchoring down of like okay this is who my character is and then we we take like a three four week break and then we come back and shoot and then chris red is just murdering everything (laughs) chris red and bessie sadara are murdering everything and it's like and they were so good they were so good that you can't you can't deny it but you go like but i'm watching my time go i'm having like like internally write stories so I can feel like how, like how to connect this of like, how do I, do I feel like my story's still going, but I'm also having a great time watching it. So it was, it was, it was like, it was and a crazy you're a guy of, that loves crazy to cheer on other people. Yeah. Dude, so I, I want you to win. I also want to win too. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's like, I don't, I don't also want to, I don't want to meet my peril, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. but, but, but also, but it was, it was impressive to watch. Cause a lot of this stuff, man, w- wasn't written for them. They were just going off the top and it was, and they're improvisers and, and comics, they're, they're standups and improvisers and you watch it. And so like, you're learning at the same time, but then you're like, Oh man, I want to, I want to do something. <laughs> I want to play. Yeah, put me was, in the game. It was, uh, it was different. Yeah, it was different. But um, yeah. So, but that I think that's the other than hearing like network execs later talk about like after a show gets canceled. This has happened probably three times where like a show gets canceled and then you hear afterwards, man. And you know we're about to start writing you more stuff. <laughs> like, why would you tell me now? Don't yeah, tell right? me now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, look, look. I'm just getting into acting. This is my first official year of I, I want to say acting. I've been yeah. in the industry. This is your first official pilot season. This is my first official pilot yeah. season. So I'm newbie in it, newbie acting. Uh, but they set up these things called generals, yeah. where you got to meet all the casting yeah. people. And every casting person where Tone came up, man, you were loved. Like every <laughs> casting person loves Tone because he's just a positive guy. Yeah. Tone has stepped out and been helping me during these auditions, setting me up with people to help me with these auditions. And you do not see that in this industry. So I it's, appreciate you, my man. Hey, man, it's it's, it's like it's uh, I mean, one is just good karma, but also why, why wouldn't I want to see you win? You know, what I mean, like in anybody, it's like there, there's these I mean, anytime you call, like, hey, man, you want to work on something? And I'm like, I come and I live across the street. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I come right over. But it's also it's not even about just helping you because we've talked about this before, but it's it's every time we work together and it's, and, and it's probably, you know, most of the time it's been for you, but it's mm-hmm. like, I learned too. Mm-hmm. You because I mean? you're yeah, seeing you're work you wouldn't have yeah. seen. A lot of right. great actors coach because it helps them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's like, it's, it's like, if I'm running this past you to go, I'm, I'm also reengaging with the tools that I've set to go, Oh, let me not forget how to do this. Cause I mean, you know, sometimes you go through breaks in this word. I mean, I get a lot of audition during pilot season or, you know, there's some spurts of it, but then, you know, I won't get an audition for six, eight weeks. You know, two, three, three months maybe. You nothing mm-hmm. will like really come through. So then you got to figure. Like, then I'm just doing stand up. You no, know, it's like to feel be a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm really going through it right now. You know, white people got it tough in Hollywood, man. They can't win. 
<laughs> like I'll probably get booked on something just because I'm black and Asian. This year, you know what I mean? I'm running this thing. Come on now. <laughs> I got my neighbor. My neighbor, dude. My neighbor. Uh, he's a comic and an actor as well, and like he's not getting out as much as he. I'm, none of us want get out as much as we want to. I don't yeah. care who you. I mean, like, yeah. it's, you know, but but he'll, I, he. I, we call him Kramer in my in my, in my building because like if I if I come in off the road and I leave the door the screen door open, he just he just slides in. <laughs> Do you live with Rick Glassman? <laughs> he's my Rick Glassman for sure. Yeah. And uh, but he'll he'll come in. He's like, oh, man, it's so hard to get an audition. Right? <laughs> He's like, man, us, us white dudes got a rough right now. And, and all, you can say, all you can say is like, man, you had a, you man, had it, you had a diabolical. You were born at the wrong time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you can't say we he had twenty seven. If you were born, if you were born, if you were twenty seven in the eighties, you man, be winning. winning. I know. I'm sorry, man. We just look, you missed your prime. <laughs> it's fun to watch, though. I'm, I'm rooting for you guys. I want you guys to win. <laughs> fun to watch you guys just, win just looking through the window of oppression how's yeah, it right? like, yeah. it's just, it's like, wow. it all comes back around though hey, you man. know that's the thing it is really funny to watch the watch <laughs> it just like it hasn't completely flipped but the degrees are <laughs> you know what's interesting is uh as, as you as an actor and as me as a uh you know i have a name in the hosting world you have a name in the acting world but you know michael's a comic known as yeah. a comic and i think uh you're like me it's we, good watching you grow too by the yeah, way dude he's so good now. it's cool. like yeah. so good now. So I can laugh because I know you probably seven years now. I met you when you first came here from uh, Dallas or Houston. One of them, Uh, Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I would see flappers. I I would go do mics there and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. but it's dope too. I mean, we've all grown, of course. But like, everybody. Well, I think I think like me and Tone connect on a, a level where we're known for something else, but we've we want like I feel that, and this is me talking. You can agree or not agree. I want the respect of other comedians, knowing sure. I'm a comedian. Sure, you know. Sure. Now, does it? Do I wake up thinking about? It? No, but it's just nice to know that your peers respect your art of comedy. Too. Absolutely, of and course. and th- that's the reason. That's why- the hardest one to get to get comedically peer yeah. respect because it's like it's just. It's not gonna happen. Well, I know get everyone because I there know, are certain I, guys who are comics, comics like yeah, 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 like yeah, every yeah. comic across the board is gonna love Fahim. That's just how it is. He's amazing. He's great. Yeah, there's probably at least seventy percent of the comedians that hate me. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> just how the game is. You know? What well, I mean? well, I know, but, but, but like, but like, but also, do you respect the hate of it? I mean, if uh, if they're hating me, it's just it's like it's it's, it's on stuff. See, I, I don't agree with that, Tom. I don't. Reg- I like. I hear this. Oh, respect the hate. Like, like my thing is, I why like I don't respect it's, the hate. I I I respect even if you don't enjoy what I'm doing. I respect that you know it's me. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean, I it's see like that. it's like if if you know somebody on a different level, you know, who's doing theaters or whatever. Yeah. If they. Don't particularly like me, but they're aware of me. I can take that as a win. Well, here's the thing: there's some people that are doing theaters that comics don't like. Like sure. you want the respect but of. That's them. what you learn in comedy. Is yeah. like it doesn't matter who you are. There's a fan base for everyone. Everyone's type of comedy. You're like, oh, it's like you can't get mad at someone. But like, dude, I don't get. You have to just get like, oh, I get why people would like that. It's not for me. Right, I right. don't, I, I don't think, but that's, eventually, a while, I, I don't want to say names, but there's people we were, we're like, man, fuck this guy. But then you're looking at it. Here we are, ten years later in the game, and you're watching his polished version of what he, he was, was doing, doing yeah. and you're like, oh, well, he worked hard, but I hate him. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so it's like, yeah. you, you, you can't hate that. You can applaud the journey, yeah, but you're not. Yeah. I mean, but it's comedy. I mean, we all go through this, and it's like, and I don't, I don't think this is. 
because you've been doing it for 12 years. Yeah, going 13 years. Yeah. yeah. So, I mm-hmm. mean, like, this is, and I do feel like just two years ago, I finally got in this really comfortable place of like, I, I, and I don't know if I would call it my voice, but I'm very comfortable with whatever happens. I, I like the style I'm writing in now and the stories I'm telling and where I'm in my life in comedy. But there's, I also struggle with the, like, there's also, and I don't think this is hate so much as like the perspective of, like, there's some comics I only want to watch for 10 to 15 minutes. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I, and I respect that 10 to 15. Sure. Like, I, that's not a style I'm good at. Watch for, I can, yeah, I can't watch certain comics for an hour, some for an hour, some for 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's like, and they're, and a lot of, a lot of times they're different. And it's, and it's yeah. like, somebody who I want to watch an hour from, I'm probably not going to enjoy you for 15. Because oh, I know, really? I know I need an hour with you. I, gotcha. I need that time with you because you want to see their story. I want to see, I want to see you pull, you know, stretch that out. But since some comics are so, you know, rapid fire and they write such a good joke that I'm like, I'm exhausted in 10 to 15 yeah, minutes. And that, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I can't 100%. do it for an hour. I respect it. I respect but it. But I can't watch it that yeah. long. Just to give examples, but, and this is no hate, but like someone like Eric Andre and TJ Miller, 15 minutes, I'm like, let's yeah. watch this. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I, is going to happen. Yeah. Let me watch this. Mm-hmm. That's a per, yeah. like, just to say what you're yeah, what you're I can read. I can yeah. read that. Yeah, like those guys. It's just like I think. It, but it's also it's like it's rapid fire, and you're exhausted after 15. Uh-huh. You're like I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's it's also amazing. Like any uh um uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I was on, I can't think of her name. There's a comic who, and she's oh, I'm, why, why am I slipping on it? But it's but she's so rapid fire, um, that you go. <sighs> wait, 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 when she's done, you're like, fuck, man, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I, and I heard everything, and I laughed at everything, and then I'm like, "Man, I'm glad this is over because I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't digest anymore." Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's but then some people. But I think see- comedy's changing now. I think storytelling is becoming the big thing with comedy. I think it all, and I take it back to all the way to when reality TV. You remember when they stopped writing scripts and reality TV broke? 07, you know, the oh seven oh eight. I think people, the realism, even though reality is not real, people want to feel like they know you. Right. And now with Instagram, with Twitter, with all these apps, Facebook, whatever. I think it is. We're to a point where now people that come to your shows want to know you, and not necessarily sure. the jokes, because look at all the big comedians. I mean, they're all funny, but it's more storytelling. Absolutely. The ones that are big right now: Kevin Hart, Joe Coy, Bill Burr. Now is starting to talk about, but his, you have to you know, evolve I mean, to that style. Absolutely, you know, you absolutely. can't be a five-year comic and make. Let me tell you about how I was raised and I like this story. People are like, yeah. be funny, be fucking funny, motherfucker. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I disagree then, with that. But I disagree. Really? I disagree with that because well, I do think you don't, have, you don't have time to tell a story when you first start out. You're you're well, doing eight minutes, yeah, you're right. Minutes you're right. So it's like okay. be funny I, and it's, then it's earn the right. Even if you yeah. wanted to, it's difficult to try that. Like yeah. I mean, you have to lace together quick hitters. Yeah, yeah. nineteen mics to try, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to try to get that out. And like you don't, yeah, you don't have. When you're doing an hour, you can tell the stories. I don't know. See, because the only reason I disagree with that is. I came in different, but uh-huh. it's a thing where that's all I had was family stories when I started. Right. And I remember comics coming up to me going, dude, nobody cares about you. You, Why are you talking about your family? Sure. I go, this is, I don't, I can't tell jokes like normal jokes. The I, only thing I have is my family. I, so I started with that. You were the road a year in, two years in. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like when you're coming up and yeah. you can only no, get, get five it. minute spots, it's like, yeah. how do I kill for five that's, minutes that's, that's, to get my name on to get more but spots? But that's also different because it's not like you... We're working at Applebee's as a server, and then decided like, "Hey, I'm gonna go do some yeah, mics." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, because then, because your first couple of years, you're just even if you're terror, even if you can write a joke, you still have no stage presence. No, yeah. but like, you're already a host, so like, mm-hmm. you're comfortable on stage holding a mic. I mean, mechanics is yeah, you're gonna take years to get the you right. You just mechanics. have to be like, like the biggest thing 
is being likable as soon as you get on stage. Like, like you j- people got to feel like, oh, okay, I'm comfortable. You with know what I noticed? Everything is like there was there's there's a dude, there's a dude that would uh, he he managed uh, the Arlington um, hyenas when I started, and he was um, I was in I was in Dallas, so like Arlington, you know, forty minutes away, and this dude would. Uh, you, you kind of like had to take his. It wasn't. It wasn't even like a real class. He would just tell you stories about when he started comedy. It was like yeah. <laughs> he was just a comedy for like forty was, some years, and you paid him seventy five bucks a Sunday, <laughs> and then you go. He's like, all right, we're gonna go test out what we worked on. We didn't work on shit. <laughs> we didn't work on shit. And you just go to this dive bar afterwards. I was like half karaoke, bunch of rednecks just drinking high life and paps, and nobody's listening. He's like, all right, let's 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 talk about this. Thing. <laughs> Let's do what we learned today. We're like, we didn't learn shit. Nobody, nobody learned shit. And he just, you'd watch him get hammered on your money. <laughs> and he just, he just watch you. You're like, how was it? Oh, it was great. We need to work on this next one. You're like, nah, I gotta give this dude another $75. But but, <laughs> oh, God. this guy's got a good life. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but then, but then you basically like it's the only way you could like work get up, yeah, get work, you know. And like he put me up for, I mean, I'm had corporate gig at the time. I'd get there at eight. I wouldn't go up to one. I've been there five hours. Only way I started getting up earlier is like I had a credit card and I could buy beer for everybody. So it was like now I could sponsor alcoholism. (laughs) (laughs) And so it it bought me stage time to get up earlier. But man, it was it was one of those. I didn't have the time to like to to develop. So like I needed to buy this time. Like I need to do five or seven right now. But like you you, you can't learn how to do it. And then the one thing he told me is like going back to the likable thing is I I spent like three years not smiling on stage. Everything was kind of deadpan. Uh-huh. I didn't take the mic out. Like everything was like super like stagnant. Yeah. And then the one piece of advice he goes, dude, if you smile more, if you, if you, if like we can have fun cause you have fun, dude, you look like a nice dude. Like you don't be this like sterile. And I started smiling, dude. Everything changed. Took me years to smile. Everything changed. So after about $3,000 of $75 sessions, <laughs> he said, smile. And you're like, that's it. That's, so that's, that's it. That's the game. Right. <laughs> Just smile. Yeah. Like he told me smile and, and, and stuff started like going, man, bits opened up that I didn't know were going to work. You that's know, great. It, was, it was great, man. Is there ever a point, uh, you know, I want to get back to your television career. Is there, you said you started questioning things at two years in, I mean, your second pilot that didn't go, what got you out of that slump? Booking another um, one or uh, it it was people told me like once you book one or two, like you you're gonna be fine. Like people like you, you're gonna work. But also coming from you know, I'm from Decatur, Georgia, man. Like, you know, I didn't come from much, you know, like so it's it's but you still think, all right, maybe this was a flash in the pan. You know, maybe this was you know, even when I did Whitney, I didn't know if if I booked it or was it the program I came through? Like, you know, and I'm still questioning stuff like that. So when I got bad judge, it was a relief. Cause I go, okay, this is not the program anymore. This is like the program, which was, uh, you uh, won the, the NBC. Was, yeah. So in 2011 going into 12, I won the, which at the time was called standard for diversity. Not now I think it's just stand up NBC, but so I won that program. And I'm the only at this time at that point, I was the only person that had, uh, I think I, the ninth year of the program, eighth and ninth year of the program was the only person who made it, from that deal to like to get on TV because last comic standing wasn't on anymore mm. at that point. I was the only person that like auditioned and got on a show. So they, it was like, it was like, Oh man, look, somebody from this program made it on TV. So it was kind of a, you know, they kind of wanted me to win. Yeah. So I didn't know if, if I was good at it or if it was, or if it was charity and I, and I questioned it a lot. So bad judge made me feel like, okay, I got, I know what I'm doing a little bit more. And then truth be told, when I got a, when they gave me my first deal, like I signed like a holding deal with NBC and it was like 
just to just just so I wouldn't get work somewhere else. I think I think dude, I think it was like 125 grand, 150 grand just to wait around wow. for on a project. And wow. it was and I'm like, but I've heard podcasts about this and I heard, you know, I've heard stories about it and I didn't know it was real. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, so you're just going to give me a bag of money <laughs> to wait on a show that might happen I, or might, might not. Yeah. And it was, that was wild to me. And like, and, and you hear the stories about, I don't know if you've heard Bill Bellamy's story, but he, when he was doing, he, this is before, right before fast lane, I think with Mick G, I think, I believe that's the story. And NBC gave him like a seven figure check. To like chill. So really, let, wow. let's talk about that. So you get this check and you can cash it right away, and you just do I mean, that? You, or I mean, is it in segments? On it. Yeah. So so okay. it comes in segments. So you get like I think they gave me twenty five percent up front. Okay. Uh, you know, just to hold hold you down. You know, and if you need more, they can release more. But it's like if you're good, then you know. And then, um, and I believe it used to be different. I believe like when they used to give you a bag of money back in the day, it was like cool. This is for you. And then when you book that show. We're going to pay you on top of that. <laughs> now it's retroactive. Ah, uh, okay. And so for anybody who doesn't know what that means, it's like um, whatever my, let's say my quote on the show is $25,000 an episode. Mm-hmm. So an, I have to meet that one twenty five before I start getting paid again. So there, so, oh, so, so you got so so, 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 so to pay it back? So after five episodes, after five episodes, get episode six is when I start getting paid. Get paid again. Yeah. Well, then they're not really giving you money. It's not, it's, I mean, they are, but they're not. Well, they are because what if, well, if the, the show never goes, then yeah. you get that money. Yeah. So, oh, that's so, cool. well, that's so the question. Ho- what if the pilot doesn't go? Do you still get all the money? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you yeah. don't want it to go. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no wonder. But also they hold you for a year. So like, say, yeah. say, um, you know, say I got this deal with NBC or whatever network. I got this deal that's where I'm like, great. I, I know I have at least a pilot coming. Yeah. But then Fox calls. And they're like, Tony, you perfect for uh, Beverly Hills Cop, the series. You're yeah. like, hey, yeah. NBC, can I? No, you can't do that because we, we own you for the for next oh, four for, months. Yeah. But can't yeah. Fox maybe buy it out if they would want to? And you, oh, I don't know. If, if you're big enough, maybe they'll do that. I, gotcha. I wasn't, you know. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, 125 isn't a, a lot, lot of for money. For a network, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a network. You know, to, to hold down a, you know, not the star of a show, like, you know, Possibly a person that's going to be a part of an ensemble. That's nothing to them, yeah. you know. So, but I mean, because I've heard deals of like, you know, we've heard you know five hundred thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people now. It's like, they're like they're holding you for a, a game show for five hundred grand. You're like, yeah, just to host a game show. To hold a game show. Game yeah. shows is where the money's. Oh, um, I mean, you tape everything. You're done in like a month, oh. and then you get all that, and it just plays all year. <sighs> that's the dream. Is that- the game show. <laughs> Like literally, Drew Carey is killing. Oh. He's making like what six to ten million dollars a year, and he works like two and a half months a year. Wow, and that's you where not, you want to knock him out. Like when I, who's said the entertainer and Terry Crews both, both yeah. hosted a wants to be a millionaire, I believe. Yeah, and did, and like, Terry Crews is doing AGT right dude, now. I, I found out what I did. A uh, uh, Terry Crews had the show World's Funniest. Yeah, on Fox for a little bit, and I did mm-hmm. probably five six episodes of that. And I've I knew what I was getting per episode, which I was like, I'm only here for an hour and a half a day, and I and I'm you know half goes to charity, half comes to me. And man, I found out what Terry Crews was making. Yeah, it was crazy. Was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, an episode. An episode. It, it was, was nuts. It was bananas. It was nuts. like the money hosting is crazy. Now, who turned that show down? Who did? I don't want to say. Yeah, okay, I don't we'll, say. T- I don't we'll talk about that. But I was like, and I knew what he was about to make and turned it down. So I'm like, God, I'm, I, oh. So Tone Bell is coming with me to New York City this weekend. Man, We're doing Gotham Comedy Club. 
He's gonna come on out, <laughs> and he's just, like already got the host. Of, he's just gonna like pop in, do special pop in. So yeah, I'm yeah. excited about that, man. We've been yeah. like bonding over stuff, man. So it's fun yeah. to find people you can trust yeah. and just hang out. Like Michael Lenoche is yeah. that guy for me. <laughs> I say Lenoche all the time, but uh, it's it's. I feel like now for me in LA, everything's turning a corner where I'm finding good people. Finally, it takes a while. It take it. It does take it takes a while. A while. Yeah. It takes a while. So what are you, you got a pilot now. So I got a pilot now. It hasn't been announced yet, so I'm not going to say the name of it. But uh, yeah, so I have a pilot, uh, I, you know, we were talking about it a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. but just like, it was a it was a, a really dope pilot season for me because I had a, a bunch of straight offers. And uh, it was got, this it, the first year where it was so much action where you were getting straight offers? Um, this is the second year that this has happened. Nice. But the first year was all comedies. And then I think because I had a couple films come out where people saw me be a little more dramatic in them. I, I had some drama offers this year, which was which was dope, and I, and some popped out at me that were written really well, and I only turned them down just because. And it's hard because I hate to say turn down, but it, it it just there's something about because of, because of the canceled shows, <laughs> because of the canceled because shows. of all the canceled shows, uh, which that's that's why my special is called Can't Cancel This um, on Showtime, it, right? On Show, Showtime, Amazon now, uh, Hulu, I think. Can't uh, cancel this. Can't cancel. This. So it was, it was me making fun of my own yeah. you know, career. Yeah. Because people always go like, is this, is this about cancel culture? And I'm like, no. I, no there's no. nothing about cancel it's culture. It's about me there. getting canceled. <laughs> actually, me getting canceled on TV. But this, it was like, there's something about, uh, there's just like a bucket list thing where I I know these dramas. I mean, I see the dramas I turned down that I that I tested for, that I could have gotten, you know, that I could have be, I could be doing right now that every show I've turned down, stay on. <laughs> He's picked the wrong shows. <laughs> they stay but maybe, on. I mean, you probably don't want to be on a drama because you want to do stand-up. I want to do stand-up. No, but and that's, every and that's, show he's turned down. Yeah, 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 whether it be drama or comedy. Or comedy. And that's, but it's, What's your it, biggest one you missed out on? Well, I, well that, is that disrespectful to people uh, that's still on TV? Because if I do no. say the names of them, yeah, don't, you, you don't might, do not Because it's the black dude. <laughs> it's not like you white. It's, it's, the, it's the black dude in the show. If I say the name of the show, you gonna right? know exactly what character I'm talking it's about. True, it's true. Okay, you know what they need that. to do is just put Asif Ali and Tone Bell on one show together. <laughs> oh my god, Asif is the two guys that book the most. Asif are on so everything. Asif is the biggest guy on TV that nobody knows. That's so you. crazy to me. He books so many pilots as well. I don't know how he's not doing stadiums. <laughs> he just <laughs> so much. TV. Yeah. He's, he's he's doing Dude, so good. He's then doing two, so two good. Other guys. Yeah, I, like I see, I see Asif. I watch a show to support somebody else. Didn't yeah, even yeah. know he was in it. He pops yeah, in. yeah, yeah. I do. Asif's in this too. If he's Dude, not in he's this, he's in the commercial. commercial too. He's in a commercial, or he's, he's in a commercial for the show. He's on. <laughs> it's unbelievable, too. Even during the breaks, you got to watch him. Yeah, right. He doesn't go away. He uh, doesn't go away. Th- uh, but there's something innately in me that wants to 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 do a second season on a comedy. Yeah, I really want to get that season too. And people keep on going like. Well, this joining got a season. Not this, it was still mm-hmm. season one. It's just two parts, and mm-hmm. like a part of me wants I I, because bef- also I just feel like there, there's a certain level level of comedy you have to get to before people start recognizing you for comedy. And this is just me, so I'm just talking personally. Where even if I do a drama, people still come to see the comedy. But like, but now I feel like I'd still need to be on a comedy so people can associate the two. Now, it's very important for you because you know we've talked about it. All and that's some selfish, just personal thing. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. A personal thing is is. The end goal to do shows that support your stand-up where people yeah. know you as funny. Yeah. So once that, like Kevin Hart, once that base builds and it's big, all right, let's do a drama. Right. You know, type of thing. Because people and know I didn't I'm funny. Do a, I didn't really want to do a drama until, right, because he was, mm-hmm. he, he's, I think he chasing the art was his thing. Yes. Chasing the art later. Like, let me, I want to get this comedy down first and then I'll chase the art because he still has comedy to give. Yeah. You know, so I think the, uh, the, 
to the upside. What, what was the name? Yeah, of the movie? which was phenomenal. Great, great I movie mean, with Brian Cranston, right? Yeah, yeah. and and now he was so good in that. So he was good. so good in it. So, but also he's done he's done countless comedies already. So like, and he's still doing them. So he can hop over because I think he, he does have a new uh, movie that with um, with Laurel coming out called Fatherhood. That's like there, is, there's some drama in it too, which I can't wait to see that because mm-hmm. I know I, you know we've been waiting on Kevin to do more drama. But yeah, but that but that's the thing. I do want people to respect the the comedy in it first. But and I have been doing dramatic things, but mostly on the film side. Anything I've been so I had like a two period pieces last year. One is called Sylvie's Love with Tessa Thompson, and the other one is when uh, Andre Day I did the Billy Holiday biopic with Lee Daniels. Mm-hmm. So like that's going to be very very different for me. Also probably probably unrecognizable because I'm not I don't look like how I've been looking for every comedy I've done. But to me, it was very important before I do any of these dramas. I want to get a special out. Yeah, like I had to like get this hour out of me to go. If you're questioning, is he an actor? Like, dude, my special's been here. The you know, even two years from now, if I do a crazy drama, I got I got a body out. work out there that now, goes. He does comedy. Now, are you working on another special right yeah, now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when when can we? Have I'm gonna you... try. I'm gonna try to take this summer. The summer. Okay. I'm gonna try to take this summer. Uh, which I'm. I think the title is gonna be season two. Season two. There <laughs> you go. I'm, just, I'm just giving myself a season. Yeah. Two. Right. He's like, if y'all ain't gonna <laughs> give me a season two, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it myself. Do it on my own. I love it. I love it. We only got a short time. Uh, God, we only got six more minutes because I got to actually take an acting class because wow. I got to audition tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and uh, so, but let me ask you a question. How do yeah. you? How do you? And let me ask you too. Um, do you go in a lot now, or are you start, or, or do you? I feel like I went in more. A couple no, I don't. <laughs> There's a simple well, answer. I don't. I I don't. I mean, it's like. Do you uh, know uh, what you would want to do versus? Because like, okay, so and I'm asking because we've been talking the last yes. few weeks. We've been talking, and every I have a clear vision of what I want. But single cam, multi cam, mm-hmm. and of oh, do, a- anything. <laughs> I, 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 I to me, I'm more like I just want to. I like auditioning. I like have fun do doing it. So I just want to keep doing it. And like I used to, I was like, okay, I, I, I got to a producer session last year, and I was like, okay, so I'm good at this. I go, I'm not bad. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm be able to get a little uh, further. But for me, it's like just book something so I'm in the game. Right. You know what I mean? But uh, stand up's the baby. I want to drive stand up. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like. I mean, I'm not stupid. Like, if 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 it's a situation where like, hey, you're gonna be a series regular on a drama. I mean, I would maybe hope it got canceled. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I wouldn't want to be stuck on that for five, six years. Like, I mean, that's, and that's if a, something took away from my stand up, I would be sad because I I've learned through all my friends who have booked so many shows. It's like I don't want to be go- waking up at nine a.m. Like like I live with Rel Battle. Like he he's an actor. He like he does stand up, but like that guy works his ass off on acting. Like he 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 wakes up early. Like I don't want to wake up at nine a.m. and be somewhere till six p.m. Like yeah. I, I like waking up at twelve and then going doing a show. Mm-hmm. But if I could help sell tickets, but now I'm starting to believe that. That like sitcoms don't sell tickets the way right. Oh yeah, it, it used to. It, it, so it's like that's why I, I kind of have like unless it's even your sitcom, unless it's a sure. hit, unless well, it's a not hit. even a hit. Like I, I like so, here's the thing is I like it depends. Like Chelsea lately when that show was on, yeah, that moved a lot of tickets for that, comedians. Absolutely, but, yeah, sure. but like unless it's your show and you are exactly who you are because you're acting, right? Like like if I if I for instance Tone Bell's I I, I would play a husband. And sure. Tone Bell's uh, sitcom, right? Yeah. If if I were to get it, 
I don't know if that's necessarily going to move the needle for me in in ticket sales. But if it was the Michael Yo show and I was playing Touché. Michael Yo, sure, that's gonna that's your Jerry sure. Seinfeld. If it's, if it's called, yeah, sure, but you know what I mean. So hard, but like in a multi cam, it's just like it's gonna be it's gonna be like a cheesier thing. It's not as popular anymore. These multi cams, but but I and you I do it your own way, and it was streaming, dope. Like so, I think. So and I don't know I haven't read anything about it yet I don't know if it's been picked up or or dropped yet but you know Miss Pat the comedian Miss Pat oh she's uh-huh. great she, she oh man I mean and she's amazing she, yeah she's so funny I mean her stories are outrageous and uh, she, I mean she's she's one you're like I gotta listen to this hour I, I'll take a second hour mm-hmm. with her she's just phenomenal at it and she shot a an, like and I, and I keep calling it an adult multicam but like a multicam for Hulu if I'm not mistaken that is just raw and unadulterated like real I mean just all the words. All the words, mm-hmm. all the troubles, and it's but also I think a show like that in a multicam, where you hear her be her, and it's and it's how she talks and how she wants it to be. I think that would move tickets. And yes, yeah, and like okay. a curb, if if Larry David were sure. like if you if, was, if it's yes. your if it's your voice, sure, that's the thing. If it's somebody else's voice, it doesn't really move. I, I don't think. But also, even if you had the Michael Yo show and it was on NBC and it became a hit, you're getting Middle America audience. Like it's it's, it's well, that's what you your, want. Your crowd. I don't want that. That crowd's gonna be like, what? What? What is he talking no, about? No, you I want said, like, but, but you like, will find the people will find they, you. They you, will find you. It's about exposure. Sure, sure. Look, comic stand up. There's it's like American Idol. There are so many funny comics. Yeah. It's about exposure. Those, the ones who get exposure, those are the people. Those are the ones people go see. It's uh, it's like. Tone Bell's funny. You're funny. I'm funny. But there's also people who have booked shows. There's like someone on, like on NBC shows that are on an NBC show, but I could push more tickets to them. True, hundred uh, percent. That's mind blowing. That's ne- it never used well, to man, be like that. I remember Gary. Gary, I think we talked about this the other day too. But Gary Owens was was tell was um uh he and I were talking. Well, he mentioned on his podcast a few times, but he he always says like um it's crazy right now how the game is because if yeah. I mean I, I, yeah I've been on six seven shows at this point and. Somebody from a VH1 reality show walks to the airport. Nobody sees me. That person. Oh, that person is famous. Famous. <laughs> yeah. Famous. I've Any- been next to Leonardo DiCaprio, and people were coming up to me because uh, keep uh, Courtney and Chloe take Miami just came out, and I was Chloe's boss. So many, and Leo go, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm on Courtney and Chloe." Take Miami. I remember that. Story. And I'm next to the greatest actor in the world. Dude, I had to do. I had to do last week. Uh, it was me, my buddy Omar Dorsey, actor. Shout out to Omar Dorsey. He's like a big brother to me. Um, uh, shout out to Queen Sugar. Uh, that's that show he's on now. He's not a comic. Anyone else? Don't want to shout like, out. Hey man, <laughs> I, man shout I, out. I just had to, <laughs> another one. Well, we were out. We were out at uh, you know the Monday night show at uh, Cantor's. Um, yeah, the uh, Kibbit show. So we were over there not like, probably two weeks ago and. Um, we were getting back in the Uber and some dude just hopped out of his Uber and he was like, Oh man, Omar, love you on this, love you on that. He goes, Tone, man, keep it up, brother, man. Keep doing all them white shows. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Hey man, I, I watch him. Don't worry about it. I watch him. <laughs> he goes, You think we not watch him? We watch him. We watch him. <laughs> but it was, but it was like, it was good to feel that. But also, cause I don't know who's watching the show. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it's just middle America. Yeah. Do people on the coast watch these shows? So it was nice to hear that. Yeah. And it's like, cool, man, don't worry about me. Just booked another one. So don't, don't yeah. now, I, got, I got a white show coming. When you've done the road, have you noticed uh, any of the shows move tickets or uh, disjointed show? has moved probably the most tickets. Okay, cool. Disjointed. And I think that's, you know, and that was to, on Netflix, right? Yep. Streaming. Yep. But I mean, also that's like Sadaro who has a, you know, Betsy Sadaro has an audience. Chris Red has an audience. And yeah. all, uh, 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 Nicole Sullivan has an audience, I'm, and I'm talking strictly for the comedians and the people who love Kathy Bates will always always come of out course. because they Got see you. 
me and her are still like pretty tight. So anytime her and I hang out, like her and I did lip sync battle together. Anytime we hang out, like I'll post something and people, you know, they'll come to go and they'll ask for Kathy's stories. So, oh, so, so it's like, so I do, I mean, I residual off of that. Yeah. yeah. Also the, when you book a show, I mean, the, even if they haven't gone, your rate now on the, on the road, the minimum is just, you, yeah, they, they can't, they can't deny it. Yeah. It's like, that's what's cool too. But also you got to be careful to not let your rate get too high where the clubs are mad. Oh, gotcha. That you don't fulfill those numbers. Because I know a comedian, I know a comedian that, <laughs> you don't want that door they, they, they just toured for two years. Because their rate was through the roof. They were on TV, but never met those numbers. Uh, and all the comedy clubs were like, fuck you. You can't meet the numbers. But, but he wanted those numbers. I mean, and, yeah. So me. There's maybe five clubs I'll take door deals because I know I'm going to sell out. Yeah. But the rest of them, I'm like, I'm going to take the guarantee right Dude, now. Dude, I'm just all because, about guarantees. Yeah. I don't I'm all, mind. I don't because st- I can control that narrative. And my right. bonuses are ridiculous. You know, right. so, hey, we're going to play. I'm going to play ball with you. And but if I go and exceed, like then I get paid, right? You know, so that's uh-huh. that's how I play. But I I got a I got an acting class. Uh, so Tone, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna jealous. bring you back. I know. I'm jealous. <laughs> I gotta get Who rid you of working with Mike, uh, the guy you set me up with, David okay. Sullivan. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, Tone, you got to come back so we can really chop it yeah, up for absolutely. a long time. And uh, uh, I'm excited about New York this weekend. Yes, New York Gotham Comedy, Gotham Club. Comedy Club. I will be there. Tone will be Mike there. Mike headline. I'm popping in to come hang out with my boy. We're gonna be right back we're gonna have aaron limb live inside the studio uh we'll take a quick break we'll be right back let's do it hey what's up it's michael yo now uh make sure you subscribe and rate the podcast on itunes or all streaming platforms let me tell you it does a lot for the show and it really means a lot so subscribe comment on the podcast michael yo show we need to put the camera on this lady right here her name is aaron limb Yeah, she's from E. She has this thing called the Rundown. Not this, this thing. thing. This show called the Rundown. Do okay. you know what the no, Rundown no is, idea. Michael Anoche? Even in my cute outfit. Right okay. Now. Why? Well, what do you do? So it was you cold just, outside. So you just come into rooms and start taking off jackets and stuff. Here I am. Here, here she is. Now uh, she's on this show called the Rundown. It's on Snapchat, right? Mm-hmm. Do people still use Snapchat? Well, can we say bad words on the show? Yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah, they do. See, I'm old. Wow. See, I've never signed up for Snapchat. There's a certain uh, demographic and age range, and you are a little bit too old for it. Yeah, um, yeah. But there are there's a whole generation of people, and this is their main way of communicating and consuming media and how they stay informed. Look at that. Yeah. Did you? Are you on Snapchat? It's a single thing for sure. It's definitely. A single <laughs> thing. <laughs> so. so. What does that mean? You, you know what that means. Don't don't make me play this game where I have to tell you what it means. You know what it means. If you're on Snapchat, you know what's up. It's not just that. Like people no, of rely course it's not just on that. me for their source oh, of news. Now, Lenochi, because I just did. learned his last name. I, I've been saying it wrong for seven years. Uh, Lenochi. Explain uh, this guy him, next yeah, to me? Uh, the, Leno- this guy. I was calling him Michael Lenoche, <laughs> oh. but it's Lenochi. He finally corrected me like a last week. Are you but, guys real friends? Or no, we are. Friends? But he just let me say Lenoche. I just, it's not that important. Yeah. His name's not important. Okay. Anyway, back to you. Uh, Before we even go into this interview, I think you're probably the or one of the most talented people in what you do. And wow. I, because I'm from that world, so I know. Thank you. That's like, a lot coming from you. Yeah. See there. I have no. I had no idea. I was sitting next next yeah. to someone so talented. That's no, unbelievable. Like so. literally one of the most. Like I, you uh, and her. To, this is a dream come true for it me. It is. Yeah. It is. You don't know what you're witnessing right now. Well, like, I want to know what the rundown is. 
Oh, well, well, we're going to get to that in a second, but let me compliment her. Thank you. Please Can I get one carry too? On. No. Michael. Anyway, what I want to say is you're one of the most talented people. Your personality truly comes through when you interview people. And that's what I love about you. It's not manufactured. It's not fake. And you're lucky that a platform lets you be you, 100% you, and not like buttoned up all the time. Absolutely. And that's what the rundown is. She gets to be her all the time. When that's yeah. what's great. Are you... You're interviewing people? So basically, it's a pop culture news show where it's uh-huh. my comedic take on all things that are happening right now. So, you know, if Bella Hadid wore something crazy at a party, I'm talking about it, but like I'm, I'm like spitting jokes about it also yeah. while delivering real news facts that um, are checked and everything. Um, but when I interview people on my show, like celebrities, we just get wacky and weird, and that's what I tell them whenever they sit on our set. I'm like, the show, we say bad words, we have fun, be your true being weird real. self. Like, you just got a small taste of my weirdness. Like, yeah. that's me on level 100 on my show. And you are right. I am so lucky that there's a platform that enables me to do that, and I have a team of people working with me who are like, Aaron, be yourself, be yeah. you. That's what we want more of. Well, because there's so many people that I know have big personalities, and that's the problem I struggle with, being a host for Once You Go Network TV is that it's always buttoned up. It's like, you, you're not really yourself, yeah. you know? And that's why I was doing uh, hosting. And I still love hosting, but more of stand-up comedy because that's 100% me. So literally, I would be this button-up version of me. Mm-hmm. And then at night, I'd be like, all right, this is me. So it yeah. was fine. But then after a while, you're like, and then I'll watch your show. I was like, that's what I wish I would have got eventually because uh-huh. yeah. that's the type of vibe I am like, right. like you. So um, what were the biggest challenges when you first started that show? I think it was unbuttoning my shirt and allowing the true weird Aaron to come <laughs> don't, out. don't get me in trouble, bro. Don't. <laughs> I'm trying to be PC here, dude. Not actually unbuttoned. Yeah. But you know, there is... I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just, can we make these jokes? I don't want to get canceled. We cannot. Uh, okay. No, okay. me too. Come yeah. on, dude. Yeah. Stop. Um, no, okay. because... Get him out of here. I love him. Um, there is a hosty version of me that has been traditionally trained to be a broadcaster on television where we don't say four letter words and where you have to, you know, just be really polished and professional. And so I was coming from that world and they're like, Aaron, be you, be more conversational, less hosty, less hosty. That was the remarks I was getting when we were piloting it. And I was like, less hosty. They're like, don't have these weird inflections in your voice and yeah. like, just say it how the you man say. ran to the street you know yeah. it's like oh and then yeah, that's how you're, that. but that's how you're taught right <laughs> that's how they how, how you're taught, taught to do it absolutely yeah. so that's our show was pretty groundbreaking and changed the game for how news is presented can i tell you i think it's so hilarious and i'm not going to name names but there are people that try to copy what you do it's happened yeah no it's still happening yeah and on on a big platform, like, and it's horrible. Really? It's literally so bad. And I'm like, dude, stop! Just hire the girl. You know what I mean? Don't don't I'm don't here. try don't try to manufacture what she does. Just hire. Yeah. I mean, not, don't. It's I see all these people trying to copy what she does, and this is how good she is. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. Not even close. like literally, she's the Dave Chappelle of what she does. Oh my wow. gosh, that is yeah. such a huge call. Thank you yeah. so much. I'm, I'm being not serious. paying him to I mean, say these things. No, no, twenty six years old and she's already I'm at not the 26, top. Okay, but thank you for thinking you're welcome. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I and that's why I wanted you because I've known you, so that's why yeah. I was like wanted you. But on how podcast. long have you been hosting? Well, I mean, I've been hosting ever since before I graduated college, I guess. So since I've been in college, so I don't oh. know. 
Wow. What what was the uh, because you came from the what show were you on before E in another it was country E Asia E Asia yeah so do you speak another language I did not have to learn another language really? surprisingly I attempted to learn Mandarin just for fun to communicate with my friends but I was based in Singapore which their first language is English surprise wow and it it's a regional broadcast so it goes out to like I don't know twenty different Southeast Asian countries so they needed people to speak english and i was like yeah i could speak english and um yeah in the philippines they kind of preferred tagalog for some of their special programming and i am half filipino um but i did not have to learn anything i was so fortunate and what brought you here um well i'm from la and the ultimate goal was to land at e-news and to just e-news hollywood um and to move back home closer to my family this is where the big leagues are um so i it was just this weird crazy god timing where i came home to visit my family i was still based in asia came home to visit my family i emailed the international team and i said hey i'm in la can i meet juliana and jason and kat and like you know, see everyone. And they're like, yeah, actually, why don't we do an E-Asia special direct from Hollywood and we could film in the studio? And I was like, okay, cool. And then as I was in the studio, someone from casting was watching this live feed of me in the studio. I was like, who is this girl? Found Who out. was it? Who was it? I do not was know. Was it Annie Roberts? It might have been Annie. Oh, I love Annie. It was, Annie's a casting uh, casting yeah. director maybe now. I don't yeah. I don't know. She's really big on, in casting. She casted me, Eddie, yeah. a year Yeah, ago. she was the one who emailed me a couple weeks later when I was back in Singapore after I'd visit LA she's like hey I'm sorry we didn't get to meet while you were in town let's jump on a call I'm like wait why why is this casting person reaching out to me she calls me we're looking for a new 360 host reporter I'm like okay I could do that yeah and it was like this whole like period of meeting executives via Skype while I was in Asia and then um do you feel that do you feel uh that what got you in the door with you was your ethnicity first for, uh, you're talented, but my ethnicity for at, Hollywood, or Hollywood, East Hollywood. Um, I think that might have played a role for sure. I think that you know, I, Asians, and I'm not half Asians, half Latinos are popping right that's now. That's what I'm saying. That's because I know that's what got me in the door. Because all they had at E when I was for there, sure. yeah. it was <laughs> <laughs> all they had was Sal Masakela, mm-hmm. and everybody else was white. Like, I was on the Daily 10, and then I went to E! News. So it was Sal, Debbie Matinopoulos, Kat, Jason Kennedy was on E! News, Ryan Seacrest. And so they brought me in because they didn't have anybody that looked like me. And, you know, of course they thought, they're not going to hire you if they don't think you're talented. Yeah. But your race definitely does play a big part in, in certain in certain cases. And mine was a case where it's like they had nothing like that. So they are like, all right, let's, let's go for it. And I know they've never had a person like you right. at E! And you're talented, so it just must have went. How long were you in Asia for? Uh, two years. What, what, did you like that? Loved it. I really? thought I, I was planning to be out there for five to ten years, just to really grind my teeth and to um, just build my portfolio and my reel. So this all happened way faster than I could have ever imagined. It was literally a dream come true, and I still like pinch myself. I've been in Hollywood for about five years now. That's it? Yeah. Wow. But yeah, prior to that, I was working um, yeah, in Singapore doing all different types of shows for a couple of years. What's the difference between guys in Singapore and in America? Like dating-wise? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, dating- Are they romantic out there? They can be. I mean, you were out there for, like just probably focused, though. I was focused. But I you mean, got a yeah. date. I've dated some... Oh, gosh. Singapore? They're very... Um, or are they more forceful? 
<laughs> Do you mean <laughs> they're very they, they not Harvey really, Weinstein forceful? No, but like they um they really care about what their parents think and have to say Ooh. because I think that's everywhere outside of America, right? Can she finish? Yeah, yeah I was just chiming in. But, Sorry, but can she You're finish? Right, yeah. yeah, my bad. But yeah. it's because they live great. with their parents longer. So a lot of people in Singapore, because it is so expensive to live there, they live with their parents until they get married. And if you move out before you get married, like, you're an anomaly. Like, you must be a super wealthy billionaire, billionaire, whatever. And otherwise, it's like you're living with your parents until you get married. So a lot of them value what their parents have to say. And a lot of them are mommy's boys. Mm. And Did any moms hate you? No, I don't think so. No. I see, know. I can't imagine that. Yeah, like I'm, Michael, I'm actually like the type you take home to mom. No, it's honest. true. That's like, very, my, that's Michael is my not. observation. That's Michael true. is not. He uh, is, how old are you, like? 35. 35. You make parents yeah. nervous? No. no, not at all. I, I kill it at parents, at homes, weddings. I'm, I kill it. He kills parents. Great. That's what he does. He kills parents. I do oh great. Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously not. I haven't been No, caught. he has two roommates. Well, hey, uh, hey, man, we what? don't have to really go into like into my personal yeah. thing. You're making me sound Pan like the camera over. We're yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to get me on the Bachelor. Remember? Oh yeah, that's we right. We got to get me on but there. They just cast the new Bachelorette, so maybe you can be. I said I don't want to do that because I can't. I can't do that. Oh, you don't want to like, fight just, other men? No, nah, nah, it's like the, I would get kicked off in a second. They'd be like, "This guy doesn't care," and I'm like, yeah, "Of course." Well, not. is that what type of lover you are? You don't care <laughs> <laughs> because no girl wants you in general. No, no, no. But like, I don't want to like play their game. Like, I'd rather be the Bachelor, and then I'm just gonna be like an honor guy with the women he know? just wants to go and crush no all no no i don't women. i'm not that type of guy first of all i'm not like that i'm not 26 anymore i'm an adult i'm looking to settle down so i have like a future like this i'm thinking about it's not going well at all all right pitch yourself so, to she aaron's the exec pitch yourself yeah yeah pitch, I'm the executive. Okay. okay, ask him a question, Aaron. You're Do you want an entertaining show? Do you want to? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Aaron has it. Are you she's... asking the executive the question? No. See, okay. Aaron's the executive. Go, go. I want to see this. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, what makes you feel like you are a worthy person to settle down with wow. one of these highly qualified women? Wow. I mean, did you see your face the way you were asking me that question? Am I that disgusting? <laughs> Am I really that gross? If I'm that gross, I have no chance of winning this, so I'll leave. How about that? Should I just leave right now? So you I didn't know up. I had to shave before I got so here today. So, so you're the type to give up on a relationship. That's no, who you I are. I would never give up. Interview done. Yeah, she's, like, done. she's not even letting me but win. I mean, you, you, you lost. I'm you're, sorry. You're it's hard to do an interview when she's like, so what makes you think you're special? And I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I totally am out of my mind. You know ready, I didn't know ready. that I smell bad. Okay. Are you ready to settle down? One hundred percent with the right person. Mm. Okay. And you know what? I'll take a journey to find that right person. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll go. You are willing to sacrifice. I'm really. Your I'm willing. I'm willing to like to go on little, you know, side adventures and and little side dates and figure out and get to know people and meet their families and and figure out if the chemistry's right and if we're we're compatible together. You know. I would I would hope that the executive was a part of the season too. With you would hope that who is a part of the, the executive of the show was a part of the season. <laughs> I don't understand what he's saying. He's saying he Me? wants you. Yes. Yeah, because you said I'm the executive. It was a joke. Way to make it not work because you weren't involved. Like, like I'm definitely pay not gonna attention. Be on the show. <laughs> I hope you don't do that on your show. <laughs> wait, wait, no, like I, I was just like. Way to make it not work. <laughs> way to make it really weird. Oh my god. Uh, so is there a story? Because you know we like to bring inspiration on the podcast. I know you couldn't tell so far, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but is there a story like where 
you felt like giving up ever? Or did this move so fast you've just been on a high and it's never been tough? There were definitely trials along the way, especially being in Asia the first couple of years of my career because I feel like those years are when you're really trying to figure out your life and your path. And I was a freelancer out there for a while, so there were times where I didn't work for a couple weeks or maybe a couple months, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, am I should I be doing this? Like, I moved out to Asia with $500 in my pocket and some graduation money that was maybe, like, a couple checks. And so, yeah, on the times where I wasn't working, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. But I kept on emailing executives or people that I knew or anyone who was remotely in the industry out there and just checking in, letting you know, like, I'm still working out here and here's my refined reel and my portfolio and, you know, I'm working on this right now. So uh, if you're looking for anyone, call me. I need money. Yeah. So there were definitely moments where I was like, oh, my gosh, the, the grind is real being a freelancer and not having that security of a paycheck, you know, every single month. Uh-huh. So, yeah, there are times. What got you through it? Um. Well, I did tell myself that. Or I would always ask myself when I went through those seasons, would I be doing this even if I wasn't getting paid? And the answer is always yes. Like, I knew that I needed to stay the course because I've been wanting to do this since I was young. This is not something I fell into. This was never my plan B. And even when I was in college, I was going to minor in, like, PR and advertising. Um, And then I was like, why am I putting some of my focus into a plan B? I'm just going to allow myself to fall back on that. So I was, like, scrapping everything else, plan A all the way, and, um, yeah, even if I wasn't getting paid, uh, I would absolutely still do this. And when I was in college, there were times where I would show up to um, midnight releases of video games because my beat was a nerd culture and I was doing video game buzz. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to like a midnight release of Modern Warfare 3 and I wasn't getting paid for that stuff, but I loved it so much. And I always feel like my soul is just like on fire whenever I'm doing this. So, yeah, I think um, even if it was like paying pennies and I still had to live at my parents' house, I would do it. But Go ahead. Uh, for people listening, what does it mean when you're freelancing? Like as a host? Yeah, yeah so basically yeah, you go so, job to job and, you know, maybe one network will hire you for one oh, premiere just, okay. or another network will hire you to do this special um, and you're just getting paid per job. You're not getting paid so a that's salary. You, so you're sending emails like, hey, do you need someone? Do you need yeah. to, Okay, so got it. So it's like a comic reaching out to club saying, hey, gotcha. I'm available. Can you book me? I thought yeah. like in my head I was like, do you actually just go to these events by yourself and like without a oh. camera guy and shoot yourself hosting? Can. Yeah, like sometimes and like send I, them videos. Um, yeah, like sometimes, well, at least when I was just starting off, I would email um, the people running the event or the premiere or whatever it was and say, hey, can I cover this for this outlet? Uh-huh. Like a made-up outlet that I created on YouTube. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and some people do that for free. Just well, to now cut with their- YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Blowing up, you could. I guess you could. You could do anything. Was there ever a moment when you interviewed a celebrity, uh, an embarrassing <laughs> moment for you? Totally, yeah. Like, like in the one that sticks out. Um, one that I will never forget, and she redeemed herself after. Um, it was Kristen Stewart, and to be honest, I asked an annoying question, but you know, sometimes. Do you hate that? Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, that's you what have, I, that's why you I have to it. ask those questions sometimes. It's your job. It's our job, and our producers rely on it. And if you don't come back with at least having tried, they're like. Here's what's interesting to me about that is what I hate, and this happened to me several times, I will ask a question, the tough question they want, 
And if they get, oh, I don't want to answer that or something, they don't even air it. And I feel like I ruined a relationship for you and you don't even air the response. Like, yeah. that's what pisses me off about uh, television so bad is they put you in the weirdest position. They'll be like, say, Mike, you just cheated on your wife, right? Uh-huh. I you're would not, never. Well, well you're not going on The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interviewing you three days before the sh- uh, uh, three days after that story broke. So I got to ask you about it. So, okay, hey, Mike, look, I read the story about you cheating on your wife. Yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts after everybody knows or whatever I would ask? Of course, you're not going to answer or you'll get mad or you'll walk out or whatever. But the network sometimes won't because then what will happen is a publicist will call the network and say, don't you air that question. So literally, literally I just ruined my reputation with you yeah. and they're not going to even air the shit. Yeah. yeah. So mm. that's the one thing I hate about the well, game. What was the yeah. question that, so basically um, I had to ask Kristen Stewart. Um, oh, you're here with St. Vincent. This is someone she was dating at the time. Oh, you're here with St. Vincent. Um, is she, here? or no, you're dating St. I don't know what is exactly. Is that a woman? It's a woman. I okay. was like, uh, she was being honored for something. I was like, oh, is St. Vincent here with you tonight? And she was like, um, uh, and then her publicist like yanked her and she like didn't want to comment on it. And then after I was like, um, so what are you wearing tonight? And then they like walked off. <laughs> See, it's such a it's weird. It's really awkward. Because you have to, I know, Michael, you're confused. You have to ask those You have questions. to ask those questions. And it sucks. But, okay, I will say what I love about my show is that we made a whole joke and a bit out of Oh, that's great. That See, that's what's fun. And we made a whole, like, uh, music video of Kristen Stewart, like, getting awkward interviews and her being like um uh we did like a whole remix of her ums and uhs and it was like super funny and Kristen did redeem herself when i interviewed her most recently and she was like super sweet and pleasant and open and everything about her was amazing and i was like i love her whereas before i was like "Uh." and that's the thing you have to remember that sometimes celebrities have bad days and sometimes they don't want to humans have bad days everyone has a bad day wow that's humans have bad days humans do man you just blew me away with that one put that on a shirt yeah (laughs) humans have bad days i like it hey one day she's interviewing me she was like how did you come up with the idea and I'm like, well, funny you asked. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember I was interviewing, um, what's his name? Ben Stiller. Who plays Zoolander? Ben Stiller. Yeah. Ben Stiller. Yeah. So I thought he was that dude, Zoolander. And this was Madagascar. I'll never forget it. It was one of my first E interviews with Madagascar. Probably Madagascar or Madagascar 2 is one of them. I go, Ben, what's up? He goes, hello, Michael. How are you? So serious. I mean, I got him there where he was laughing, but I was like, this is not Zoolander. You know, you just think, yeah, you, yeah. Expect. Like, you expect them to be like their characters, but they're like real people, which is stupid. I know you're going to make fun of that, but I was like, oh, these people, because it was my first time yeah. Yeah. interviewing actors, and I thought they were like they were in the movies. Totally. Even though it's acting, yeah. I thought, like Will Smith, when you interview Will Smith, he's the same. The Rock is the same. Kevin Hart's the same. Robert Downey Jr. is the same. Yeah. Like, they're all upbeat, fun, but Ben Stiller who was a great guy, is very serious. You will find that with a lot of comedians. comedians. What is that? You're a comedian. Chris Rock is very serious until you get him there to not be serious. Yeah. Like, it's almost like you got to earn yep. my, I'm not going to tell you my jokes for free. You got mm. to get them out of wow. me. Chris sure. Rock is like, I've interviewed Chris Rock several times. And until it takes about a minute and a half into the interview, and that's where he breaks and then starts being funny. But he'll be like, what's up, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I did the movie, da da da. But you got to get him to say something funny. He's not going to say yeah. something. Where Kevin Hart, as soon as you want, man, let me tell you 
say something. Da, 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 da. Yeah. That was a terrible Kevin Hart impression. <laughs> like, I don't want people to be like. Please do not. Like, that yeah. Do not let Kevin Hart see this. Yeah. Well, but he, see, he, he wouldn't a, watch it. But yeah. A minute and a half. That's time we do not have at a junket. Yeah. Or on a red carpet. Well, you get eight minutes. You get eight minutes, but like, he, I need a minute to warm up. Like, it's yeah, it's hard, and you can't expect that everyone's going to be consistently funny and who they are yeah. in the movies. And yeah, that's one of those. Have um, you interviewed Tom Cruise? I haven't. He has a trick. If you ever interview Tom Cruise, I tell all my friends that are reporters. This is interesting. Tom Cruise, what he will do is, I'm Tom Cruise, ask me any question. Bring up a movie, any question. Oh, so so the new uh, Mission Impossible movie's coming out. Are you excited? Of course. You know, know, yes, I'm very excited about the movie. I uh, was filming it for like six months, and Uh we kept going and going. And then I was like, I got to do stunts. And then uh, gone, gone, another minute's gone by in the interview. And then, you know what? Uh, We had to train. And let me tell you about the training. That uh, goes on for another minute. So one question, you're three minutes in. Can I stop you there, Tom Cruise? Because I have other questions. No, no, because that's the thing. When you don't know him, you can't stop him. So what he does to eliminate your time so you can't ask a lot of questions and dictate the interview he dictates it for you so every question you ask he'll take three to four minutes to answer it but he'll keep going on his answer and won't stop it'll never be like i didn't ask you about your family he's like it doesn't matter that's where we got we got no time for your game yeah we got no time so what happened i got to a point with tom cruise where i would walk in and say tom i got eight minutes i don't need long answers literally i would say that to him and he would laugh because he knows it's true so literally i but it took me about Four times interviewing him before we got to. I, I like time. Look, man, eight minutes. Let's try to keep the answer short. It's like, time for a rapid fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, I would say that to him walking That's into the room, hilarious. and his publicist, everybody was like, "What? Did like, you just yeah. call our man on his bullshit?" That's right. I, I talk to people like that. I like that. You got to come in with authority. Sometimes. I do, and I let, I let every artist I go into. I let them know exactly how much time I got, dude. I got eight minutes. I need to get all these questions out. So in their mind, they're like, well, okay, I'm not going to drag it. You know, we've been, so yeah, you just got to let them know they're people, you know, like if I, they're humans (laughs) and they have bad days. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what's happening for you at E now and what's your ultimate goal? Oh my gosh. Like, like, do you want to do the rundown for the rest of your life? Like, what? if I could do the rundown until I'm like 77 and like in this chair. Oh, I would love that. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. That'd be amazing. It's truly so fun to do. And we have loyal subscribers and fans who are like ride or die for me in this position. Oh yeah. I love. Um, so like, it's hard for me to imagine leaving as much as it is hard for them to ever imagine. Well, I don't want you to leave. I'm I'm just saying what, like, what's your ultimate goal to do along with the rundown? Um, Host a game show, be a travel correspondent. I mean, what? Anthony Anthony Bourdain is, was my like number one idol, like career aspiration. And I mean, to travel the world in search of stories and eat amazing food. Yeah, I would totally do that. And to be like comedic and to say whatever the hell you want. Like that's totally me. Um, so I don't know. I could see myself being like the next female Anthony, but I love that. Um, also I love Kelly Ripa and to like host a show like that where, you know, you're just talking about what's going on day to day. I, I, I love being a surrogate for the audience and to experience things. Um, I just like taking all of it in. I love the rundown. Um, I'm still doing that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, catch it on Snapchat. 
PRs in the back, like, yes, tell them, let them know. Monday, let them know. Friday. Snapchat, the rundown, subscribe right now. Um, and then, you know, I'm doing Daily Pop as well. And when Carissa is on. Oh, Daily turn, Pop, that's the new show that's on the e, morning show. Out of New York City. No, here, out of here. That's Pop they, of the Morning. Pop oh of the my Morning. God, all these pops. So Pop man. of the Morning leads into Daily Pop. That's the morning show. Oh, Daily Pop. Yeah. Okay, that's with uh, the babysitter. Lady the sitter. lady sitter. The lady sitter, yeah. Justin Sylvester, yes. Morgan Stewart, yes. Chris, like Cu- Chris Culliner. Um, Chris oh. is going on maternity leave soon, so like I'll be in that chair. You might see me in the mornings. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I make appearances on all the E shows okay. when I can. I like when that. When they want me. No, of course they want you. Any final questions for you, Michael? For um, Aaron? Any final questions? Yeah, do you have anything you want to... I think I'm satisfied. I think okay. I got oh, everything. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I think I've heard enough. We were just warming up here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to do your show, you know. That's yeah, what we do. We don't want to, you know, we only have some eight minutes here, yeah. so we don't <laughs> go did over. I, I mean, did I leave anything powerful? I think like, so. Do you think uh, people are going to get anything out of this? No, they will get a lot out I of it. I think you're very likable. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's grade her. What would you give this uh, interview? I mean, Michael? outside of the ugly face she gave me yeah. about when I was when I was talking about being a bachelor and she made me realize that, wow, I'm a five. Okay. So then I, I, you know, besides that besides moment that, for yeah. me, you know, I a, thought she, I, yeah, it's an A. It's an A. I wouldn't give it an A plus because, you know, she yeah. made, she get, definitely took a shot at my ego. So yeah. She did. For sure. I, did. You know, as a host, you, I would think she would want to build up my confidence. But, like, this but, is not my show to do that. Like, I build people up on my show. This is your show to build me up. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, you're right. Oh. It's all about the guests. It's not about you, Michael, but yeah. you kind of made it about yourself. Well, it's a, it's and that's what a good, talented comedian does. So, oh. This is a selfless, thankless job to have your own show. Yeah. Like, you really have to emasculate yourself to be. <laughs> no, I do. I, 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 I'm not a man. I'm a. I'm, well, you, I'm we a know beta, that you're right? a beta. Yeah, we've I'm always a beta. Known that. I'm a total beta. My wife tells me what to do all the time, oh, well, and I'm good. fine with it. Good for you. Know? you. Yeah, she's that's an, why. She's that's why alpha. I use trainers because they tell me what to do. At the oh, gym. That's the only reason. You work out a lot, don't you? I do. I'm what? training for a half marathon right now. Why? why I've do done, you I've done that because it scares me, and I want to okay, step good. into the other side of fear. Clip that. Put that on the Instagram. Clip that. No, I think I'm going to clip the part where you dogging Michael. I did I did I did a half marathon in 2018 and after when I finished it, it was the first time I almost cried in years. Really? Yeah, cuz I was like I just started the year off. I was like, "Yo, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do." And I started running 2 miles, 3 miles, 4 miles, and then by the time the half marathon, it was in in downtown LA. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the the Halloween one or whatever okay. that they do. And uh I was just like, oh, I could easily do this because I like tr- I trained too long for it, if anything, and uh, it was r- really fulfilling. It was, it was it was it was so it was it was kind like, of awesome. How did it feel when you crossed that finish line? <laughs> I did it like alone, like I like I crossed the line. What do you mean you did alone? Like I didn't. Most like, people run alone. Oh, you didn't train with anyone. No, I didn't. Tra- no, no. There's a lot of groups. Like people are yeah. doing. Oh, it together. okay. You don't. have And friends. also, there's okay. like friends gotcha. and family there, but it's early in the morning. All my friends are comics. Nobody's getting up that early. So oh, I cross the finish line, and then you see all these people like hugging their loved ones, getting emotional, and I was like, <laughs> I don't have anyone. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, oh my god, and then I kind of just like walked around and just like sat on the curb. <laughs> like watch people and chilled out I was like and I was like I did it and then I, I texted my mom I was like I, I love you 
And then I was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> Yo, if I do not have signs, a congratulatory yes. beer, yes. like a really awesome medal, Make sure you like, do. <laughs> I'm going to need all of the support yeah. I can get because it's hard. It's just, it feels good because like you, it, it, it is something. You, it's, it's like, usually you have, we all have our goals and sometimes uh, when you reach them, there's nothing like uh, tangible, like they give you. It's just like yeah. a personal goal or even with comedy, like there's nothing to show your parents when you're doing it. Like, oh, I'm doing well. But like this was a thing that is it's so quick because it's within six months to a year you're training for yeah. your career is like over your whole life right. to like get the accolades that you're trying for so this is like such a short span it's like winning a championship almost well, you, for yourself have yeah. you said so that's that, what it was cool have you said that story on stage no not yet please do well that's li- funny I'll, I'll that's this. That, and yeah. that's real man you're oh. at, look look i'm gonna give you the tape of what you just did yeah. and just reenact that on stage it'll crush yeah, yeah it, it will was crush. um really sad yeah but funny but at funny. the end that's funny. because if you I like know- that you have digs that's cool because i can handle it it's fine yeah how did it get? How'd you get aggressive all of a sudden? I'm I mean, not. I just, just went, got defensive. That's all it was. Yeah, I had I mean, to let her know we that I'm still well, an alpha. Just, I told. What? I gave her a beta story. I didn't let her know. Oh my goodness! This They're, is what I got to deal with. Oh my god! So all right, Aaron. Gotta, um, of course, everybody knows you on your socials, but give them out. Aaron, limb official. That is limb with an M. Not. <laughs> Are you M. looking? Michael's I'm looking. Official. You're limb official. Do people spell limb wrong? They think it's L I M or L I M B or L A L A M. It's L I M. Okay, Aaron Lim official. L I M B. Why do you have to put the official? Because apparently there are a lot of Aaron Lims in the world, and there's only one of me officially. Oh, you didn't have the like. There well, wasn't like Michael- verified until like I don't know, freaking two years ago. I really? Know, <laughs> no, I don't know when I got verified, but like apparently I couldn't have Aaron Lim. No. Can That's I call so- them and let them know? You could. No, you would you just could. have to find the original Aaron Lim and then contact him. Like, can I have? Does this the account? original Aaron if Lim you would want post? To. Let me look. I don't this know. Up. Look her up. Yeah. Even- um. Yeah. You know what? Look, if the original, I know this for a fact because somebody had Michael Yo. Oh, so did you buy it off? Aaron, or did no, of Instagram course not. Do it of course not. Aaron Lim. Who is Aaron Lim on limbs? So Aaron Lim. Oh, there's an Aaron Lim on limbs, and that's a great parody account of me. Aaron, there's okay. Here's the. Real Aaron Lim. Aaron Lim. She had no. There's Aaron Lim. Aaron Lim lovers. I didn't even know that existed. Whoa. Oh. Who oh is my. Aaron Lim? There's no just Aaron Lim. When I try. Oh, here it is. <clears throat> Zero followers. Yeah. So what you do is just call Instagram. Okay. Or have E call Instagram and say, can you uh, have them switch my account to Aaron Lim because the person hasn't posted in X number of days and they will go, if it's an inactive or, or you own that, like, since uh-huh. you're uh, like, see, you know, on it? TV, they will they will Maybe. send a notification to them where they'll make them Aaron Lim one or wow. something, and you will get Aaron Lim. That's what they did with Michael Yo. Some wow. had Michael Yo, but his if name was care. Michael Yo. If you care, I took his own name. My name is Michael Yo, but I took his Michael Yo. Yeah, that is so savage. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for people. And with now after you. I don't. I don't. I took his name. He was like, like his People email. People are gonna come for you after this. Yeah. He gets my emails all the time. His email is michaelyo at gmail and mine is different. So, oh wow, that's fun. Yeah, but we get, became, really after fun. a while we became friends, and he came out to my shows. Oh my gosh, that's wow. so amazing! Yeah, it's a, it's, it went full circle. Would, yeah, that would be wow. Okay, anything else you want to promote? Um, nothing. Just send me love. Send okay. him love because apparently he needs it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I forgot to bring it, but I wanted to give you a, a bag of hot Cheetos because I know you love them. 
And I was gonna like. Oh well, I forgot to bring roses, and I would have given. Uh, what, that, what does that mean? I have a boyfriend. Hot, she likes. No, hot I know, Cheetos. but I'm just saying you can't like just say, "Oh, I, I forgot to bring it." I would have given like, like the, you didn't do it. You messed yeah, up. You can't true. do I mean, that. Are you gonna mail them to me later? Because that's when it will really count. Really? You mail them to me. I could mail them to you. Yeah. Okay. Done. Get my address from them over there. Yeah. Oh, well, oh now wow. You, you won't give me you got yourself big time for me. I'll text you my address, but I don't know if I'm going to reply. She was like, oh, I'll talk to my people for my address. Yes. You got yourself Have your people home. contact my people. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron, for stopping Thank by. Thank you. I love being here, guys. That's the Michael Yosha. We'll see you next week. Remember, love and positivity, people. Listen.